This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. On the line now, we've got Waipa Deputy Mayor Liz Stolwick for our fortnightly catch-up. Good morning, Liz. Good morning, Gary. How are things looking at council? The world's been moving pretty fast over the last two weeks. It feels like yeah. it's been a lot longer since we last spoke. It does feel that way, actually. There's certainly a lot happening. And on this very miserable day, I'm looking out my window outside Lake Karapiro right now. And, of course, it's not only um, windy, but it's pouring with rain. So good day to get some reading done, is what I was thinking, actually. Absolutely. So plan. Yeah. Hey, um, I just want to talk about a couple of things that are coming up. First of all, uh, of course, we are in an election year for local government. Um, and there's a, a wee initiative that we've got going in Waipan, particularly in Cambridge, and that is um, a number of retired councillors or elected members from Community Board actually putting together a bit of an information, um, informal get-together this coming Saturday between 1 o'clock and 3 o'clock at the Hidden Lake Hotel. And the idea, Gary, is that if you're thinking about you know, entering into local uh, politics uh, and you want to learn a little bit more about what it's about, from people who know, because, you know, as I said, retired or some of the current um, members are coming along as well, come and, come and have a chat to us, because I think it'll be really helpful just to understand what the role is. Absolutely. Well, I mean, the, the things involved in being a councillor are a lot broader than the average person would expect, aren't they? It isn't just about meetings. Um, it, it isn't just about going to public events. Um it isn't, it isn't even just about representing the community. It's about actually doing a whole lot of mahi. That's right, yeah. It's, a, it's very much a governance role. Um, and with governance, of course, comes a lot of reading and a lot of policy work. So I guess that's the bit that probably many people don't understand. Uh, and, yeah, so I thought, you know, in particular we want to see, and there's always, you know, a good cross-section of people um, you know, putting their name forward. So, uh, yeah, we've got a Women in Politics session, like I say, this coming Saturday, 1 o'clock at the Hidden Lake. I'd love to see some people there just to, um, yeah, just to, if, you, if you've got any idea in the future that you might like to enter politics, this is a really good um, informal session. So, yeah, everyone is welcome. That will be great, yeah. And definitely um, diversity is something that is always uh, needed on on councils and is sometimes um, sometimes hard to find, isn't it? Like an actual cross-section that's representative of um, the wider community. Oh, look, exactly. And you know what? Um, you know, obviously this uh, particular term in, in uh, Cambridge with five councillors, uh, I am the only female, which is probably a reason why I'm pushing this a little. Um, I just want to make sure that uh, women do understand that this is, uh, you know, this is something that you should definitely consider going forward. Um, I've been able to make it work with um, my family and I work full time as well. So, you know, it's, uh, it's certainly something that I think um, women should be considering. Now, I know over at the Cambridge Community Board, we actually have a really good, uh, I guess, um, a, a lot of diversity over there. So that's another sort of entry point into, um, into politics as well. And as you'll know, Gary, um, one of the agenda items yesterday in council was a, we've had a review of our uh, community boards underway. Uh, just to talk about their re relevance, but also we had an independent consultant come through and actually just take a really good look um, at, at our current boards in Tiamutu and also Cambridge, but we've also got a, a, a sort of an informal community board over in Pirongi as well. 
Um, and they've come up with some really good um, suggestions and recommendations going forward, which we adopted yesterday, um, you know, just to, just to ensure that we have got a really good, healthy community board um, going forward for WIPA. Now, I think a lot of our listeners wouldn't know about what a community board is. We know about uh, council members, um, but community board is another way in which people can um, really have a say in their community or or help uh, share the views of uh, locals around where they live. Oh, look, absolutely. And and the the community board, if I just talk about Cambridge specifically, um, they meet uh, first of the month, uh, in the evening, so it means that, uh, you know, again, that there is an opportunity for people who are working full-time uh, or, you know, may have fam- young families, that this is an opportunity for them to, to enter into politics. Uh, so the commitment is, is certainly far less than, than a councillor, but I think that it offers the opportunity is at an entry level. But more importantly, it's the, the community boards act for us as the grassroots, our real connection with our community groups. So within the community board, uh, first of all, there's always a public session at the beginning of each meeting. So that means that anyone can come along and talk about any issues that they might have at the grassroots level. So this is things like, you know, better signage, or you might see, you might know of um, areas of our district that need um, some maintenance work. Uh, there's all sorts of issues. If you've got a great idea that you want the community board to consider, that's, the, that's, a, that's a really good forum for people to come and express their views. But I guess this review itself is just looking at the, the state of our and the relevance yes, of our community boards um, so that our communities can really see the, the value, um, you know, uh, of, of our community boards and, uh, and what we might like to shape it going forward. So, yeah, so we just want to really make sure that we have the right um, relationship with councillors, between councillors and community board. And I think that's something that can definitely be strengthened. Um, and, yeah, just probably really, I guess, renew some of the delegations that our community boards have as well, um, just to make them stronger, to make them, uh, you know, a bit more robust um, and give them a little bit more delegation, I think, um, in, in some of the things that we actually do. But another really important one is to re-engage with mana whenua, um, making sure that uh, we've got some really good um, engagement processes um, because, you know, with anything, um, of course, you know, this is a real collaborative um, approach with all community groups, but also Manafenua as well. So, yeah, those are sorts of things that we're working on at the moment. Where I'm speaking from right now in Kirikiriroa, Hamilton, uh, we don't actually have community boards. Um, so I think it's really interesting that Waipa does, and it's a reflection that... Uh, areas like Cambridge and Taumutu and surrounding towns are their own little um, their own little environments, you know, their own little climates, and they need, you know, even though council uh, represents um, the whole district, uh, there needs to be sort of communication in these smaller separate um, communities. Um, yeah. Y- I think, and I think that's a really good opportunity for people to, um, yeah, take a step up towards um, towards local body politics. Because in in Hamilton, uh, yeah, you, you're on your yeah. own. You're on your own. You don't have any official um, official things to be involved in to sort of like take a step up towards council. You just got to make the leap on the basis of your own pursuits that you've done, but in Waipa you get a lot more chance of um, 
you know, getting a foot in the door, getting a feel for for how how it works with you and whether you might want to get involved in council. That's exactly right. And I guess with with, with Waipara in particular, this, the community boards were established. Um, this is when we, when I guess originally, uh, back in the day, we had a Cambridge Council and a Tiamuta Council. And so when amalgamation um, obviously, obviously was uh, thrust on us and we became Waipa, uh, this was a way to, to keep our communities, um, you know, uniquely relevant. So to ensure that, you know, as each community board for each town was created, that local issues could be brought to the forefront through the community boards so that that uniqueness of each town wasn't lost. And I think that's really, really important. You know, we all, we all over the years, I think, agreed that our towns are quite different. And um, and so, yeah, this is a real a really good way to ensure that nothing gets lost, nothing gets forgotten, um, and any issues are, of course, brought to each individual community board who then can lobby council, um, you know, to, to ensure that this gets done. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really in favour of community boards. Love them. Um, I think that they have real relevance and uh, we just need to strengthen, I think, a lot of the, a lot of the work um, and collaboration between councillors and community boards going forward. It'll be really interesting to see that in action. Now, just lastly, um, the good old waters bill. Yes, that's right. So, look, the three <laughs> waters is obviously very topical nationally. And, uh, and of course, it was back on our agenda yesterday. Look, look, this is a really, um, you know, this is a really difficult place for, for councils at the moment, right around the country, because very few councils support, of course, the, uh, the creation of these entities. But it's certainly looking like it's going to be thrust upon us. So, um, so at the moment, of course, there is, you know, the Water Services Entities Bill, uh, which is uh, making its way through a lot of councils. Um, we we discussed it yesterday. And I guess some of our, our feelings are quite strong, especially around the fact that our communities um, haven't been consulted over this. Um, and, and I think that's a theme that's coming through loud and clear from many ratepayers that I speak to as well. Um, and that is, you know, have we got this right? This appears to be, you know, moving at a very, very fast pace. Um, and I guess, you know, there's some real questions around what should be included and what shouldn't be included too. So, for example, um, you know, at the moment, you know, with drinking water, wastewater, but should stormwater um, assets be included? So there's lots of discussion around this. Um, but I think the big one for a lot of us is that, you know, our communities really haven't been um, consulted. And I know, um, <laughs> the, the, when I'm out and about in the community, that uh, you look at the uh, even the signage around, um, you know, most of New Zealand, that, that people are not wanting this, and certainly not in its current state. There's, there's a lot of good reasons to make some changes. Of course, we all want really, really uh, high quality drinking water. So there's no question that change, some change should occur. But do we have to go this far this soon? So, um, yeah, so this is the, this is the kind of theme that's running through our council at the moment and yeah, really concerning actually, Gary. Would you say it's uh, the three waters bill is starting to emerge um, not only as a policy platform made without consultation but as a somewhat of a half-baked one well it has the potential for that and i guess and i think you know when we've got a national um election you know coming up as well it's something for us to you know i'd be i'd be quite concerned because if there is a change of government are we having to reverse things again are we have are we having to start all over again i mean no one wants their time wasted and we want the best 
process, collaborative process going forward that we possibly can have. So, you know, there's kind of a really an awkward time, I think, for everybody uh, and that we just don't really know quite where we're going to land. But look, look, we have to keep working through um, the processes that we've got. Um, we are, we're certainly voicing our strong concerns loud and clear um, and, and, of course, sending our submission, which, of course, our Mayor Jim Milchrist will present. Um, yeah, so they, these are all the, I guess, um, you know, concerns that... We, this is not just my part. This is, this is across, across the country. So, uh, yeah, it will be an interesting few months, Gary, on that, I think. I'm sure our listeners well and truly um, appreciate this, Liz, appreciate this... Um this introspection into uh, district councils and how you're just as flummoxed as the general population. I mean, I've been talking with you as well as Waikato uh, Deputy Mayor Axel Beck for uh, months about this now, if not well over a year. And, And both councils still seem lost in the same idea as being raised... Where is it going to land? What are we going to do? Like, what is actually <laughs> yeah. going to happen? Like, we're we're all lost together, like the population and the councils. Oh, look, exactly. And let's not forget too the other thing that's really kind of awkward in this whole conversation is is the two billion better off support fund. Um, you know, which is great big uh, carrot dangling in front of local government members. Uh, I mean, I'm not entirely sure where two billion dollars um, can be found. Uh, you know, down in Wellington, to be fair, given the current environment. Uh, but that is what is kind of happening. Um, and many councils now are having to consider whether they're opting in, uh, you know, to this. I mean, and, and for Waipa, you know, that's, that's 20 million, over $20 million uh, that could be used for community-type um, projects. Um, and, of course, every every council has aspirations around, you know, there's always a big sort of a um, you know, nice list of things that you'd love to have for your communities. So, yeah, these are, this is that, that's also another very topical um, discussion at the moment, that support package. So, look, it's, a, it's very much a wait-and-see approach um, at, at the moment to see where, you know, where this water bills will land. Like I said, we've got a strong submission as well that Jim will be presenting to that committee. So, yeah, we just we stand strong. I think our, our real strength for a lot of councils is our... Um, ability to stand together. And I think that's really, really important at this point in time. Absolutely. Why part, Deputy Mayor Liz Stolwick, thank you as always for coming on the free breakfast. You're very welcome, Gary. Okay, talk on fortnight. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash free FM 89 to find out more.